Welcome to the Monocle Podcast. We are an independent management consulting firm. And in this podcast, we discuss our latest insights and opinions to help you achieve exceptional performance in banking and insurance together. I'm Guy Wilding, Monocle's Research Manager based in Johannesburg. And on today's episode, we're joined by Patrick Byrne, our Head of Human Resources, to discuss the management consultant profession. So where do consultants fit into the financial industry and what makes a great management consultant? Patrick, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Guy. Before we get started, I saw that um, the South African management consulting industry is valued at around $9 billion dollars. You know, there's a myriad of firms out there that operate in a variety of industries. Where does Monocle fit in into this picture um, and what kind of services does Monocle provide? Oh, thanks, Guy. Yeah, Monocle definitely fits into the, the definition of management consulting as we're mainly there to obviously improve our clients' performance. But where Monocle is a bit different, uh, we are implementators. We don't just come in and advise or strategize with our clients we embed ourselves in the current change scenario or situation within our clients and we implement the solutions that is a collectively kind of scoped out by us and our clients. Typically, management consulting will be specifically more business driven, uh, whereas Monocle, we do bring a very strong technical element into the fold. Although we predominantly are business consultants, we believe that all our people need to have very strong technical ability in order to for us to implement the change to our clients and not just to advise on it or to provide input. Our specialized skills is a very detailed understanding of the banking and insurance landscape, as well as a very detailed understanding of the systems, the processes, and the people that drives the business. I think we're probably one of the only management consultancies that focus solely on financial services, and we have a wide understanding of the market because we've worked with numerous different clients in different countries uh, over a number of years. So consulting is also considered quite an intricate profession. Um, you'd come in generally as a specialist into a new organization. So there's an element of needing to be technically strong um, as well as having an ability to collaborate with, with others. What do you think are the key attributes uh, for a consultant? Oh, that, that's a great question. I, I get asked that quite a lot in interviews, Guy. I think everyone has got their idea of what a top consultant is made up of. Um, at Monocle, Ours is somewhat different. It's not a given that you need to have, say, the technical abilities to be a proper consultant. It's the way we, that we view the world. I suppose we believe that the ideal consultant is someone who has kind of worked as on numerous different projects in different clients, preferably in the same industry, so you can become a specialist within that industry. Secondly, it's someone who has solved complex problems often enough to give them the confidence to solve further problems. And thirdly, I think it's someone with the enough technical ability so that they are self-sufficient and not depending on other functions or developers to enable their job. I think the biggest thing when it comes and what makes the, the, the consultants stand out and become exceptional consultants is the attitude and confidence plays a big part in becoming a top consultant. Um, if you're confident in your own knowledge and the skills when you walk into the meeting with a certain level of assertiveness, can add value. And, and, and that's the key criteria, adding value. A top consultant is one who prioritizes the best interest of their client, meaning that you do not get demotivated if the topic is not exactly what you want to do or the problem is more complicated than you originally anticipated. And what should drive you is the fact that you will get this job done because it's in the best interest of your client. I, I think the key characteristics, you know, you look at, 
someone who's got technical depth, someone who's very observant, a high emotional intelligence level, um, and someone who's a team player. You know, you want someone who comes who comes in and adds value on any project and adds value to their colleagues around them. You know, and I, I suppose a big attribute is resilience. You need someone who is you know not every day is going to be ideal not every job not every company in the world is going to be ideal you want someone who's got a very positive attitude and is willing to roll up their sleeves and just keep going and get the job done for their client yeah especially moving into a new client that resilience to to pick yourself up and and be a self-starter is is really important patrick with you uh, working at monocle for the past five years off the top of your head how many cvs do you think have come past your your desk Oh, that's a that's a good question. All right, I could uh, having a guess at that is quite a lot. Uh, I suppose, yeah, I've been five years at Monocle, over seventeen years within recruitment. I've seen probably yeah hundreds and thousands of kind of CVs. So yeah, quite a lot of CVs that I've looked at. Uh, a lot of interviews. Been thankful enough to meet a lot of great people along the way. Um, a lot of them now work at Monocle and have since come in and been promoted from through the levels and have come on even to senior executives. Uh, one person who I interviewed quite a few years back uh, is now a senior executive, and that's probably one of the highlights of my career at Monocle as well. So with all those CVs, what is it that sets a candidate apart from the others? In South Africa, we see tertiary education and degrees being sort of the primary achievement that you'd like to put on your CV, but is that enough now these days? Yeah, I think tertiary education is a very good step in in the right direction, um, you know, and it's it's something it's a kind of that everyone needs to have on that CV. Um, but when it comes to the norm with, with a CV, you have to make it look presentable. It has to, the attention to detail is key. You've got your CV sitting alongside a lot of other CVs in somebody's inbox and how are you going to make that CV stand out? You know, you need to make it personable. I always recommend to people, if you have an opening cover or overview about yourself in terms of telling the recruiter a little bit who you are, what your goals are, what your interests are, um, it's highly important, you know. We we don't look for typically the eight or nine different distinctions. We look for well-rounded individuals to join our team at Monocle. We want people who have been involved in sports teams, who have done, you know, further training and development, who've developed themselves over numerous years and have have a, a kind of a, a track record of accomplishment over those years. That's the key things in making your CV stand out from the others, you know, and getting that across very professionally is the key. So, Patrick, you spoke about how you should present your CV and what makes a good CV, but what about the formal backgrounds or qualifications that are well suited to consulting? Yeah, great question, Guy. Um, and I think yeah, at Monocle, we've got a number of people who've joined from many different backgrounds. You know, we've hired chemical engineers in the past. You know, we have finance people. We have SEMA and we have CAs that join us. We have candidates that join us with CFA, FRM, maths, economics, um, finance. And I, I think the key thing is, is, you know, going back to the original thing about attitude and having that background and the education and then wanting to further develop that come into monocle and you've got the finance knowledge that you want to add your technical ability to that and vice versa if you're coming in with that very kind of engineering problem solving kind of skill set that you want to develop your business knowledge um, and become a more rounded consultant going forward then as well so a few weeks back we posted our staff's technical training achievements on linkedin very much under the theme of continual skill development 
What do you find are important trends that consultants should be aware of uh, for their continual development? Yeah, it's one of the things I'm most proud about uh, in terms of Monocle and the effort that we put in and continually developing um, our, our people. I, th- I don't think a day goes by where I open up my LinkedIn and I don't see someone who has achieved a new certification, uh, whether it be an MCSE or MCSA qualification. And it makes me very proud to to go on and say congratulations to that person. You know, it's a, it can be very inspiring for other people to see that they've taken the time out and actually continued with their certification program. And I suppose that's the key thing about about Monocle is when anyone who joins is it's looking at the gaps that you have in terms of your skill set um, and catering for that. You know, we've got a huge amount of technical training, but we've also got a lot of business and subject matter kind of knowledge in terms of the research function and where people can upskill themselves and making sure that they become the more rounded and complete consultant. And that's the goal at the end of the day. You know, we want top consultants to be exceptionally well prepared when they go onto projects so they can add that value to our clients. In terms of the trends that I'm seeing, we focus uh, on a lot of the, the technical trainers, as I said, like SQL, Cloud, uh, SaaS, Azure, Amazon Web Services, and a massive amount of training. But I think the key thing with that, as I said, is having the accreditation uh, part to it and making sure that you not just do the training, but you go and get your certification. And at Monocle, we fully support that. And it's a massive part of the trend and making sure you're a more well, well-rounded consultant. And on the business side, you know, we've got a lot of training programs in place. We've got uh, managerial training programs and we've got a mentorship program where people can actually, you know, rely and um, speak to their mentor and get some guidance about their specific career and training and goals that they have as well. So just talking about accreditations, it seems like every second person that you speak to in finance under the age of 35 is asking themselves the question of whether they need to continue their studies. And we hear of accreditations like the CFA, FRM, or SEMA. What are your thoughts on these? Yeah, look, they're obviously uh, well sought after accreditations. Um, I think the the key thing is for, and the piece of advice I'd give to everyone is that don't generalize. Do something specific that will help you in your career. So I think the key thing is is looking at, okay, what does CFA offer? What does FRM offer? You know, what does the SEMA accreditation offer? And if I want to go and do further training, whether it be on SAS and things like that. At Monocle, we've got a full study support program in place, and we believe it's highly important that we back um, our people to to not just stop in terms of where they are and focus on projects, but to continually develop and further studies. And, you know, even if it's something that's going to help them and more related to their project, we'll certainly uh, support them in making sure that they're a well-rounded and an exceptional consultant going forward. And back to the original point, you know, in terms of CFA, FRM and SEMA, um, they're all very different, you know, risk, finance and accounting. And I think the key thing is, you know, we have people who've joined in different backgrounds. We have CAs that have joined and now become CA, SEMA accreditation and have progressed into quite senior positions within the company. People who have CFA and FRM qualifications that have become now specialists within their field and their subject matter knowledge has made them exceptional. You know, when they go onto projects, they can add real value in terms of putting that together with the the technical capabilities as well. And I suppose that's the key thing in terms of support, you know, from a company perspective, we want to make sure that our people feel that value and feel the support um, as a benefit for them to enable them to go on and do their jobs better. Our CEO, David, mentioned numerous times that 
our, our people, um, our, our main asset in terms of Monocle. And the more we invest in them, the better they become and the better our business becomes. Uh, and that's the simplicity of it. So, Patrick, thank you very much for sharing your insights. We really appreciate it. Thanks very much for having me, Guy. Uh, it's been a pleasure chatting to you about the, the topic. And if anyone wants further information, they can obviously check out our careers page on our website or reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm happy to chat to anyone. Thanks very much. And for our listeners that would like to learn more about what we do at Monocle, as well as find out more about our career opportunities, you can visit our website as well as our various social media accounts. Similarly, if you'd like to contact us, you can find all our contact details on the website for both our European and South African practices. Thanks again, Patrick. And to our listeners, thank you for listening. Visit monocle.co.za or co.uk to subscribe for updates. From Johannesburg to London, Cape Town to Amsterdam, Monocle, we design change.